Welcome to the Muscle and Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, David Bryson, and this is the number one podcast for those who want to lose fat, gain muscle, and live a powerful, fearless, and meaningful life. Let's get on with the episode. We are live. Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Muscle and Mindset Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of having on the first um women's IFBB pro on the show, uh, Miss Rachel Linares. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? It is the greatest day of my whole entire life. Um, <laughs> I'm very happy um, to have you on uh, mm -hmm. for multiple reasons. Why? Because I had a great, great show with your husband, um, Andres Linares. If you guys have not seen the last one yet, you know, it's the same. Um, <laughs> just to give you an idea. And um, I'm just very excited because I want to talk about the women's perspective, you know, and two mm -hmm. things when it comes to transforming your life, your body, your mindset, and to literally becoming the best version of yourself and what it actually takes, um, you know, to make this happen. It's a lot of work. And yeah. I think you have a great message to share because you do a lot of stuff. And some people that follow you don't really know, you know, how much right. you do. And that's what I want to get into it. But before we deep dive into the episode, I want to know, I want to know who you are. Where are you from? How old are you? Like, who are you? Yeah, I mean, first, thank you for having me. You know, this is really exciting for me to talk a little bit about my journey. Um, I am 26. I am a North Carolinian for life. Uh, I grew up in Western North Carolina um, in a super small town. Um, so you could literally drive through it and blink and you'd miss it. So um, I grew up there. Um, and then I moved to Chapel Hill uh, when I was 17 to start my undergrad at UNC Chapel Hill. Um, I lived there for five years. And then I moved to Greenville, uh, North Carolina to start dental school. So I've been in North Carolina my whole life. But okay. Yeah. Um, I love Chapel Hill. I love that town. Um, yes. It's, it's beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's awesome when you're, you know, under 30. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it's <laughs> just a big college town and there's so yeah. much going on. Um, yeah. I, I've been there a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, so you're in dental school. Um, yes. My wife is a pediatric dentist. Mm -hmm. And I know how much work it takes to be, you know, where you're about to be, you know, you finish dental right. school. Um, yes. It's a big, big, sorry, but I'm going to podcast. I can answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> a big, big, big deal. Yeah. Before we get deeper into dental school, you know, your, mm -hmm. you know, medical background, mm -hmm. I, I would like to know, you know, what, how do you get so into fitness? I know that you competed before in a different division, mm -hmm. um, but I want to know what triggered this, you know, this response of you wanting to be where you are now, you know, in the fitness world. So, well, I actually, um, I started gymnastics when I was about three 
years old. So I've oh. always kind of been <laughs> into fitness. Um, and then I had a really significant injury um, growing up in gymnastics. So I was no longer to um, be competitive in that in that field. And um, so I switched gears. I played basketball um, from like nine to when I graduated high school. I ran track. I was top two in the in North Carolina in the track world in 300 meter hurdles. Um, so I played second in the state my junior year of high school. Um, so I was wow. really competitive in track. That's uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I uh, when I it was always my dream to go to North Carolina Chapel Hill. Um, but it was also a dream of mine to run track. Um, so I had either a scholarship at UGA to run track, or I could go to Chapel Hill on an academic scholarship. Um, so ultimately, of course, I chose Chapel Hill <laughs> yeah. because, uh, you know, that was a dream of mine. So I uh, stopped running track and I had, I was kind of lost to be honest. Like I was very lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't run competitively anymore. Um, so I started going to the gym to see, you know, trying to get some of that um, stress out from school. Yeah. So I picked up some weights. I started lifting and I was, I was not into it to be honest. I was not into it. I did not like it. I tried CrossFit for a little bit. I liked CrossFit more than bodybuilding. It it was like the, uh, I don't know what I got out of it. It was like I got a high off of doing CrossFit. Yeah. Um, the but adrenaline? It was very yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The you're adrenaline. feeling sweaty and yes. feeling like you actually did something. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was so expensive as a student to do CrossFit. Yeah. Um, it was like 200 bucks a month. I did not have the money yeah, for that. Yeah, CrossFit memberships are expensive they're insane. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was like, you know what, screw it. So I stopped working out, started to do, stop doing anything. Um, and then I think it was my sophomore year of college. I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, something has to change. Like I'm not happy with myself. So I started going back to the gym. I, I worked out for about a year and started seeing a lot of results and I was really happy with them. And, um, a guy came up to me at the gym one day and was like, Hey, have you ever competed before? Because you have perfect structure. Um, and I'm like, no, I had no idea what that even meant. Um, so he was like, well, let me coach you for free. Um, I think you could do really well in figure. Um, I did not have the muscle development for figure, by the way, <laughs> I thought I did, but I did not. Um, so I, I did a show with him. That was the hardest prep, probably one of the hardest preps I've ever done in my life. Um, I was on like 800 calories the whole prep. I was doing three hours of cardio. Um, I On Sundays, I was doing three hours, and then I would do like two hours of cardio the rest of the, of the week every day. Um, and I was going to school and working. Um, it was too much. And I mean, I got, I got pretty lean, but my body was so stressed out. Um, the structure, I did not have this. I mean, I had the, a good structure, but I didn't have the muscle development. Yeah. Um, but I ended up placing first and at 
the first show I did um, in figure. Um, so I went on and did a second show a couple years later, but when I got into dental school, I was like, there's no way that I can put this much time into the gym and be successful in school. Yeah. And the thing is like, you know, it, it's not use, we're going to backtrack, you know, a little bit in a second, but it's mm -hmm. just not, um, the looking good and feeling good. But when you are in such a difficult career, mm -hmm. I mean, anything related with medicine, it is extremely difficult, right? Mm -hmm. So when your brain is foggy, when you wake up not feeling, you know, energized, you don't know if you're actually going to be okay to walk to class because your energy is so low. Yes. It has a very, very strong impact in your life, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I want to go back a little to where you looked in the mirror mm -hmm. and didn't like what you saw. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is a big fight. I know. I mean, you have clients, you know, uh, mm -hmm. you work with women. I work with women. Yeah. And one of the biggest struggles that I see is that when someone reaches out to us, it's mm -hmm. not because they love the way they look. It's not because they want to better themselves, but it's because right. they hate the way they look. And yeah. over the past 10 years, I've realized and I've understood that mm -hmm. when we get into this level of fitness, mm -hmm. you know, whether you're a beginner or you're at your level, mm -hmm. whenever this comes from love, from you wanting to improve your body, it mm -hmm. becomes a lot easier to do because it's not, a, it's not a sure, it's more of a, you know yeah. what, I'm doing this for myself. What, you know, when you looked at yourself in the mirror, and mm -hmm. you didn't look, you didn't like what you saw, you know, mm -hmm. what, how do you feel after you start seeing results? Was there more of a, I'm loving myself or I still don't like the way I look, but I'm just going to keep going. I think a little bit of both, um, to be honest, because when I started seeing results, you know, I started feeling a lot better about myself. Um, so I would get up a little bit earlier every morning. Um, I would, you know, put on makeup and go to the gym and, and I would feel great. And, and it motivated me to eat better um, and have better relationships uh, with other people. You know, I was just like a, I was a, a more bubbly person, I guess, um, yeah. from it. And because I was more confident in myself. Um, but at the same time, I think with a lot of female competitors, especially, um, I'm sure males go through this as well, but you look in the mirror and you're like, well, I still don't like the way this looks or, you know, my shoulders could be this way. Um, and so there was always some type of room for improvement for myself. Um, and then when I would hit that milestone for myself, you know, I would make a new goal for myself. So yeah. you just continue to improve and improve. Um, and that's where I find joy in competing um, because there's always something that you can improve on, which, um, which is why I love competing and why I continue to do competing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, now that you look back and, mm -hmm. you know, you see that that's kind of what, got you more to this style of lifting rather than CrossFit. Um, exactly. Just because, you know, how much more can you improve? Honestly, you know, when you're, you know, 
doing a gosh, I'm I'm about to catch my heat, but <laughs> you know, I I love all training mm-hmm. just because it's a way to improve yourself. If you're showing up to the gym every day to do something, good for you, like thumbs up. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Right? But we need to look at progress. How can mm-hmm. you move forward when there is physically a wall that you're going to hit right um the beauty of the training style that we do and you know the the diversity that we have into bodybuilding training you know Mm -hmm. adding a little bit of calisthenics and more of a a high aerobic training you know it's um it allows us to keep moving forward Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. your first show was figure. Right. And you know, right now figure competitors are quite muscular. Right yeah. now, you are yeah. a bikini competitor with a lot of muscle, but you were able to, you know, shift the way you look, shift the way you train, and mm-hmm. shift, you know, the focus that you had when you were going into figure, eating eight hundred calories to now right. being a bikini pro, eating insane amounts of food because of better coaching yes um, correct so that's um that's my my next question now mm-hmm. that i mean you had an experience with you know your first coach was this the only coach that you had or did andrew start coaching you right after this uh so that was my first coach and then um so i only did one prep with him um and then i took I took two years off and did, um, uh, another, well, I, okay. So I, I did a figure prep with him. I didn't have a coach for the next one. And I just stepped on stage for figure. Um, Andres and I kind of like bounce ideas off of each other, but I was not into it, um, as much as I am now. Um, so then I, I hired another coach to do a first bikini show. Okay. Um, and I think Andres kind of touched on this a little bit. I felt like he wasn't very attentive um, to 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 me and my goals, and and I I know myself, and I know I follow everything to a T, like a hundred percent all the time, and and it almost felt like he, I don't know how to say it, but I I felt like he wasn't there for me as a coach, um, and like I could eat a lot more food you know, and he wasn't giving me a lot of food and it was already a lot of cardio and, and that how my body responds. So I needed someone to not give me a cookie cutter diet, but really sit down with me and, and, and say, okay, you know, this is how your body is responding. This is what we should do. Um, so then I, I didn't end up, uh, staying with him very long. And Andres started coaching me right after that for the, for that bikini show. And boom, here is a, yeah. uh, you have what, two top five finishes? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, first pro show was sixth place. And my second pro show, two weeks after I got third. Third. All right. So that averages out as a five. So let's Basically. do, let's say two top five. <laughs> um, so um, it's a, a very, you know, different approach from first mm-hmm. coach to mm-hmm. second coach to yes. now your forever coach right um and life partner yes um 
one thing that I want to touch on, it's just because I actually listened to this on a different podcast, mm-hmm. is that what makes um, sometimes the success of a person, or rather, whether it be a man, you know, a woman trying to get into shape, is a lot of times the connection with a coach. Mm-hmm. Right. understanding and knowing that your coach actually gives a shit about you. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because working with this guy, you know, you, you felt like you were alone. Yeah. You know, you were, you know, he copied and paste something and he sent it to you. He's like, do it. Send me pictures on Friday. You know, we yeah. might do something and, you know, we'll just keep going. Now right. that you're working with someone who is looking at you on daily basis, not because it's your husband, just because, you're still checking in. You're still sending pictures, right? Right. He's yep. training you. He's training you like he like he would treat another client. Exactly. Um, I think a lot of the success and also the failure, right? That mm-hmm. let's let's just touch on women because you know that's I think we're both more comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, is knowing that you have a support system, right? Mm-hmm. How sure. much better does it? to know that you can you know you know lean your head back and know that you have someone holding you accountable yeah it's it's the best feeling because you know when you're when you're deep in prep your motivation it, it can go away for sure you can you're feeling like crap you know you still have to go to school or work whatever you know but you have that person in your corner to say you got this, you can do this, you know, and, and he pushes me more than he probably knows. Um, because some days that, you know, you don't have the motivation to go, but knowing that someone cares and like, no, you know, I know that you can win or I know that you can be better than you were last time. And he pushes me to that. Um, and not just for me, he does that for all of his clients. It, it makes a huge difference. It, but it almost gives you, that motivation that you did that you have lost when you're feeling like crap um, to get get back on it and, and you know follow everything a hundred percent. Yeah, and for those listening, you know this is not use you know Rachel's and I would be you know I'd be bikini pro right. She is competing at the highest level that someone and and her shoes can compete. There is nothing higher. The only thing higher that she can accomplish right now is win a show and go, go to the Olympia. There is nothing higher at that level. But I want you all to take this into perspective and understand that this is her journey and it is not yours. The same struggles that she faces going into a pro show is the same struggle that you face going into the weekend, right? Mm. Understanding that, you know, we all have our journey. It's very similar to a certain level, Right. And just knowing that you have, this is so important, you know, you have someone holding your hand, you know, some people don't like to, I have clients that I work with that they don't want, they don't want to hear feedback. They just want to say, tell me what to do. I don't, I don't need any sugar coating. Just, Mm -hmm. just tell me what to do. And I'm going to check in next week now, but then I have other people that they need to hear, Hey, are my pictures good? Can you tell me that my pictures look good? Please yeah. tell me that my weight going up doesn't really matter and it's going to affect my progress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the scale is such a big factor in your head, no more yeah. in progress. 
Um, yeah. Have you ever dealt with that? You know, caring about the scale? I deal with it probably um, more than people think. <laughs> I uh, especially, I for me, and I try to um, teach myself different um, ways of, of thinking. But for me, if I don't see the scale budge, then in my head, I'm not losing body fat um, or I'm not progressing um, or I'm disappointing my coach, um, you know, anything like that. So for instance, I'm prepping right now for a show and it's been almost two weeks and my weight hasn't budged. And I tend to get in my head about that. Um, I'm like, I'm not progressing. I don't look good. Uh, and then coach will say, no, look at these pictures. You know, you're progressing, you're getting leaner, but you're, you're, you're looking more full and everything like that. So it's a, it's a, it's a big struggle. And I think a lot of women struggle with that, especially I see that with my clients too. You know, you, some, some weeks your, their measurements will go down, but their weight stays the same. Um, and then they're really upset about that because they're thinking that they haven't lost any weight. And me as a coach, I'm like, no, you're, you look great. You know, you've, you've progressed this week and, and it's hard for me to do that with myself too. Um, so it, uh, I, I definitely struggle with the, with the, with the scale for sure. Um, it's, it's just something that we've always been, it's, you know, out there in the atmosphere, like, you know, if you're not seeing the scale drop, then you're not losing weight and, and you're not progressing. So that's something I definitely struggle with. Um, but it definitely helps, you know, having those pictures and taking other factors into account because, because then you can compare and you know. Yeah, I'm I'm clapping so hard for this right now. Um, <laughs> just, uh, I think this is, you know, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on. It's just mm -hmm. because um, you saying that is going to mean a lot, you know, for girls that look up to you. It's like, oh my gosh, she has the perfect body. She is like my mm -hmm. dream body, right? And them knowing that you have the same struggle that they do, yeah. it's going to push them a little bit more, right? Mm -hmm. um, just, just because it, it means something. You know, we all have different struggles. Some people, yeah. they don't care about their tail, but mm -hmm. they cannot look at pictures because right. they it's impossible for them to see the progress. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't care. Like, the scale can go up and down. They don't care. But when they look at pictures, they're, like, blind. They don't see that they've you know, made huge improvements, but right. that is part of the process, right? You know, without mm -hmm. a struggle um, mm -hmm. and without effort, there is no, there is no improvement. So we all right. struggle with something. Um, yes. So it's like, like myself, you know, um, I actually, this morning I recorded a video mm -hmm. because I had a few people um, that reached, I don't coach them and they were out to me. It's like, Hey man, you know, like I've been dieting for 15 days and my weight hasn't dropped. And it's like, um, I'm pretty tough love kind of guy. Like I just shoot a stray and mm -hmm. it's like, listen, man, I've been dieting for 12 weeks, not because I want to look better, but because I need a double knee replacement <laughs> You know, that's that not many right. people don't know. Like I need to change my knees because they're broken. Uh -huh. And I started, I started dieting at 220, 12 weeks ago. And this morning I weighed 221. <laughs> My body yeah. looks completely different. Different, yeah. I have not lost weight, but gained weight. 
Mm-hmm. I start I started dieting and went to two thirty, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm five five, and right. this morning I'm a pound heavier than when <laughs> I started, but I have a complete different body. So yeah. the scale is mm-hmm. is not biofeedback. Right. The scale does not dictate your progress. Mm-hmm. The best way to measure progress is to look at your picture, see how much your body has changed, how's your sleep. How's your appetite? You know, how's your mood? How's your sex drive? You know, yeah. that is something that a lot of women forget. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing this not because you want to look good. You gotta be honest. You're doing this because you want to look good naked. That's the bottom line. Right. Like, <laughs> that's, you, that's like, true. You, you gotta you gotta be honest, right? Yeah. And not taking into consideration what this means. You know, it's it's playing a big, big, big role. You know, in your mental health. Mm-hmm. So moving on to uh, a big topic that we need to bring on is that you you wear a lot of different hats. You're a wife, you're mm-hmm. a full-time student, you are a you have a full-time job and you are a bikini pro competitor. How mm-hmm. the hell do you manage to do all this? I get that question a lot. And for me, if I'm not busy all of the time, if I'm bored, um, I get really unhappy with myself. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, um, I like, I like structure. Um, I like having a schedule. I like, you know, okay, I wake up at 5.30, I do facet, then I get ready for school, then I go to school, then at five, I go back to the gym and and repeat every day. And I like that. I like that, um, you know, the, I guess the consistency that I have with that. Um, and it makes me feel good. I, it, it, get, it brings me joy to, you know, take care of my husband and also know that I'm fulfilling my lifelong dream of becoming a dentist while also, um, you know, being in the military and serving my country. Um, and then I get to do the IFBB bikini, um, <laughs> you know, as something that is just, it's for myself, you know, yeah. it's just for me. Like it's something that I get to improve on every day. Um, and it makes me feel good about myself. Um, so, but it's, it's definitely trying at times because, you know, when you're, when you're competing, that's your life and trying to be there for my husband, um, when I need to be, and then, you know, also taking care of my patients, you definitely have to have a balance. Uh, You have to know like, okay, I have to put this first at this time and then switch gears and you're back to prep, you know? So, um, it's, it's been a little bit of coaching as just as far as myself, just like, okay, you know, you can, you can do, you can have this much time in the morning for yourself to do this. Then you have to do this for eight hours. Then you can go do this for another hour. And then, you know, you just have to give yourself those time, time, constraints and and those limits and and know that you if you don't get everything done then it's okay but whenever whenever i'm in prep i i tend to focus only on school and in prep and that seems to work for me um 
having a husband who is also a coach and who has also been through a prep before is, you know, it, it, it means everything because he understands. Um, like when I get home really stressed out and he knows I still have to go to the gym, he's very understanding of that. Um, and he, he doesn't get upset, you know, knowing that I have to prioritize that over, say, spending time with him. Um, while I'm in prep. Of course, that changes when I'm in the off season, we get to spend more time together. Um, but having someone in your corner that knows that you have to prioritize certain things um, in order to be successful at those things, it, it makes it makes everything uh, so much, so much easier to do. Um, so I think that's how really I kind of compartmentalize everything. It's just having that support system to tell me that it's okay. And, and that pushes me instead of makes me feel bad about it. it it's, it's huge. That, oh my gosh, now I have so many questions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions and I want to touch on the first one here. Um, just because, um, we coach a lot of women, right? And mm -hmm. sometimes actually a lot of them, you know, many times, um, they don't have, this partner that is right. helping them move forward, helping them feel better about themselves, helping them, uh, you know, use, do it with them. A lot of women yeah. are doing this alone because husband yes. just wants to be sorry, but he wants to be a dick and he, he, he wants to lay down. He, he mm -hmm. wants to have a hot wife, but he wants to be a fat dog. Like, sorry, mm -hmm. that that's, that's not fair to me. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, if, yeah. that you know I'm, I'm very open about that and yeah. also you touch on something um very important it's like understanding mm -hmm. that you sometimes need to prioritize yourself and put yourself first because you have to do this for yourself mm -hmm. this brings you happiness even though this happiness it also brings a lot of stress when mm -hmm. you're done with this task you're going to feel like fuck yeah, I got it done. I accomplished it. Exactly. And yeah. you know, that, that is such a big part in, in what we do. And the, the other thing that I want to touch on is, you know, you have people reaching out for coaching, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like, okay, so how much do you charge? Well, I charge X amount of dollars, right? And, and some of the first thing they say is, I need to ask my husband, Right. I need to ask my husband to see if he allows me to pay this much money for this certain something, right? Um, the thing mm -hmm. is that you're not paying for a service, you're paying for knowledge. Right. Yeah. And I have, you know, this, uh, you know, I'm, I have this thought in my head that, you know, how, let's say that, you know, you're, you're not you, you know, you're, you know, you're Rachel. 35 but you're actually you know 35 pounds overweight mm -hmm. just imagine that you're reaching out to me because mm -hmm. you don't feel good about yourself you don't feel good th about the way you look and you tell your husband hey man can i pay 300 dollars a month to not look like this girl but so i can have she can give me a little of her knowledge and mm -hmm. i can look the way i want because i really hate the way i look right now Right. right. And they say, no, you can't. Is the husband really thinking about how the woman feels at that moment? And that is just a big question. And 
I'm a husband too. Mm-hmm. And also I'm, I'm, you know, I have an amazing relationship with my wife. We are mm-hmm. like, like you guys, I mean, we're each other's yeah. partners, right? Like mm-hmm. we make decisions together. But yeah. if my wife told me, it's like, I don't feel good. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I will bust my ass to make yeah. sure that she's happy. Because exactly. that's going to play a, a big role in our relationship. How, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you feel about it? I'm, to be honest, uh, and Andres and I talk about this sometimes, you know, I was in a relationship um, prior to us being together. Um, and when I was competing in figure, um, and, uh, you know, I, I also have seen this in some of my clients where their husbands feel, I don't know if it's jealous or if it's just that they don't want their wives to, you know, to be doing something for themselves, but it's almost like, uh, in, even in my situation, he would make me feel bad for eating healthy or make me feel bad for wanting to go to the gym. Um, and I think a lot of females go through that, um, as well. And, and then, and so then it, you know, it messes up with your relationship too. It's, it's like, well, if I can't go do this and make myself feel happy, then our relationship, we're going to have some strain there because I'm not going to be happy. And the relationship is just, it's not going to work. Um, you know, I, I, because I have such a wonderful relationship now, um, whenever I hear females going through this, you know, I do feel for them because I don't have to go through that anymore. Um, And I feel like when you're with the right person who cares about you and your happiness, then they're going to want you to do what's best for you and what makes you happy because ultimately it's going to strengthen your relationship together. Um, so, I mean, I have, you know, I, you know, I don't, I would never encourage someone to, to, you know, go and say, look like this girl's husband, um, she's, you know, he's super supportive and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this is not going to work and, and all this, but it's, it's trying to find that way of explaining to your husband, you know, or your boyfriend, um, this makes me happy. And if I'm not happy, this relationship is, it's ultimately going to be, you know, there's going to be some strain there. So I, I, I have the same feelings as you do uh, when it comes to that and relationships. I think females go through that a lot more than, than um, the opposite way. Um, Some men are very, some men are very insecure in the relationship. And so they don't want, while they want that hot looking female, they also don't want you to go to the gym and, and start looking hot because they're afraid that, you know, you may have some other attention somewhere else. Um, so I think it's a lot of insecurity in relationship then. And that's where those arguments come into play. And, you know, going back to one of our first points is just, you know, finding balance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, let's, you know, you give me, you know, if you give me hundred percent, I'm going to give you mm-hmm. 200% back. And I hope, and I hope you do the same thing for me. If I give you if you give me, you know, hundred, I'm gonna give you two hundred. If you give, if you know, if yeah. I give you a hundred, you give me two hundred. That's yeah. that's how it works. I mean, you're we we hold each other accountable, um, right. and that's just it. Th- that comes with life. That comes with mm-hmm. you know learning, you know, how to live and matrimony. You know, use mm-hmm. love your spouse, and you know, understanding that we both have 
you know, same goals and different goals. Like we have mm-hmm. to always find the balance. You know, we're not supposed to have, you know, I, I don't like saying cheat meal. I like to say free right. meal, uh, <laughs> you know, having a free meal, you know, three times a week. Is that really balanced? Like, is that going to help you lose the 30, 40, 50 pounds that you want to lose? Right. Can we do one every, you know, maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, you know, I I find it that the guy is always the one saying, you know, let's go have this on Saturday, on Friday, you know, while, yeah. you know, while the girl, you know, just wants to look better, but she doesn't want to disappoint the husband because yeah, she exactly. wants to keep him happy. Yeah. But while she's doing that, she mm-hmm. is not, you know, getting closer to her goal. In fact, she's getting farther away from her goal. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. gosh, I mean, we could keep talking on on on, on this topic for yeah. three hours you know and it'll be a, a relationship <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> you know we talked about you know you being a full-time student competitor mm-hmm. wife one important question do you think you're able to be successful at all this because you have created habits that allow you to get done what you get done on on on, on daily basis, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, um, just having those habits set in place when I don't do what I'm, you know, what I usually do every day, it feels it feels off. It feels weird to me. It feels like, you know, I'm not I'm not doing. I'm missing something. So. Um, just having those habits and creating those habits for such a long time. It's, it's, you know, what we say, it's a lifestyle now. Um, so you, when you make that into a lifestyle, it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like a chore. And, you know, I get a lot of joy in, in this and not, and, you know, I don't feel as stressed out um, just because it's something that I enjoy doing every day. And it's those habits that I've created over the years Um, even, even as far as like, you know, when you go out to eat, instead of eating the cheeseburger, you could have a piece of grilled chicken and veggies and just little things like that. Um, just creating those little habits for yourself, um, will ultimately, you know, make you more successful and not just in, not just dieting, but relationships and life in general, your job, um, everything. And I mean, even when I go into school and um, I mean, I'm full-time, I'm full-time treating patients now, um, having certain habits at my job, you know, helps me do, helps me be a better clinician. So, uh, you know, the habits for sure have helped and, and it's been a long time, you, you know, I've done this for a long time, five, six, seven years. So, you know, when, when people are first starting out, they struggle to find that, that schedule and to get into those habits. But, you, you almost have to say, you know, like, just continue to do it. It's one year from now, it's going to be, it's going to be like, you know, a lifestyle for you. So, yeah. One of the things that happens is that people use that you shoot for, for either hundred percent or zero. Yeah. And being completely honest, it is really hard to give hundred percent every single day. You're going to oh, burn yeah, out. Sure. It's not, not going to happen. Oh, yeah. So, I I like the 80-20 rule. Give me 80%, mm-hmm. the 20% will just follow, right? Mm-hmm. Just, because, you know, when it comes to weight loss, for example, the difficulty is not losing the weight. 
the difficulty, the hard time is losing the habits that are not allowing you to make yeah. the right decisions to go mm -hmm. in the right direction. I agree. You know, yeah. not tracking your calories. Mm -hmm. It's a habit that you should break. You track your calories, you know what you eat. You're in a deficit, you lose weight, boom, bottom line. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you don't track your calories and you snack, you know, you get... Uh, people love their tackies. You know, they love tackies, like a handful of tackies. And, <laughs> and you know, yeah. it's, like, oh, it's, it's just 50 calories, you know, every three hours. Well, that's, I mean, that's 200 calories a day. Multiply yeah. by seven. That's a, that's mm -hmm. a, that's the three days of eating, right? Mm -hmm. So, the you know, the difficult part, like I said, it's not, it's not doing the cardio. Yeah. It's not, it's not doing the diet. It's not tracking your food. It's not going to bed, you know, early. Is doing the complete opposite. You're not creating habits. And if you don't have habits, you will not succeed. That's the bottom line. The reason why yeah. you're successful, the reason why you're a good wife, the reason why you're a good pro, the reason why you are, you know, you're a dentist, the reason why you're in the military is because you have created habits that mm -hmm. allow you to be where you are. Mm -hmm. Without those habits, you don't you wouldn't be the person you are today, or you wouldn't yeah. be, you know, quite as successful. So right. the question is, do you agree or not? Do I agree? For sure. Yeah, with what I said. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I agree <laughs> completely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's habits, guys. Habits, habits. So just yeah. we've been on for I mean, I mean, we've talked for over an hour. We've been on 40 minutes. Um yeah. I have one good question um that actually someone dropped um mm -hmm. in the comments or in the in the box. Um mm -hmm. and it's if you could give yourself an advice five years ago, what would it be? Like, if you could give, you know what I mean. Yeah. If I could give <laughs> myself advice five years ago, what would yeah. it be? Um, oh, gosh. Hmm. I would just say um, be confident in who you are as a person and be um, – believe in yourself you know ultimately you are the one getting in in front of your own goals at some point um so believing in yourself and and knowing that you can do it um and if you continue to work hard um would probably be you know what i would have said to myself because there's been times you know um i didn't get in to dental school the first time i applied uh, it took me two years to get into dental school. And if I would have quit and said, screw it, you know, just kidding. I don't want to be a dentist anymore, even though it's been a goal of mine since I was seven years old. Um, that would have made a huge impact in my life. Um, so believing in myself and knowing that I could do it, um, I just needed to work a little bit harder to get there. Um, it, 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 it changed my life for sure. Yeah. Habits habits yeah. and use consistency yeah, those two things will literally change your life mm -hmm. um i think this has been an amazing episode um yeah i think this is awesome so i do have a few questions before you go okay. uh, because i know you are a foodie um yes. i know you love food and <laughs> we have <laughs> um where are these questions? Let me find them here because people drop some really cool questions. Okay, ready? We're going to rapid fire yeah. this. Is okay. there a combination 
of foods that you love, but I'll probably find weird. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> um, um. <laughs> okay, let me think on that one. I feel like I have so many random things. Okay, I'm going to hit you with the next one while okay. you think. Okay. Have you ever been in a food fight? No. Okay. This is your, <laughs> there's people asking you, by the way. They, they wrote this question. Um, what is the spiciest food you've ever eaten? Ooh, um, 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 a ghost pepper. Oh, no, you didn't. Yep. <laughs> oh, I can eat My that. dad dared me. I don't, I don't love, I don't, I don't love spicy food. Yep. Um, It was not great. Oh God. (laughs) What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Is it different than your favorite when you were a kid? My favorite breakfast cereal when I was growing up, um, I wasn't allowed to eat a healthy cereal. So, uh, my favorite cereal growing up was honey bunches of oats. Um, and now it would probably be the, uh, chocolate lucky charms. (laughs) I've never tried those. They're so good. Now, I do love um, <laughs> uh, the first one you said. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any food groups that you've given up? Mm, no. <laughs> I hate everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I try to stray away from um, lactose just because it doesn't settle well with me. But your girl can eat some ice cream. So I'm not even going to say that I don't <laughs> eat ice cream. <laughs> love that. Um, do you love Venezuelan food? Um, love it more than American food. Can you cook it? I can cook it. Yeah. Jen yep. is a great, like she became a great cook as well. Like, yes. I, did, but, I mean, she, she crushed it. What's your favorite? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I love I love cachapas. Um, uh, that's I love- <laughs> yes, oh my god. Um empanadas always. Um, let's see what else that we Pan de Homon is so good. Um and I'm, I'm blanking on the word that we always eat for Christmas. Ayakas. Um, oh yes, hands down. <laughs> Ayakas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only yeah. one I don't know how to make yet is the ayakas it's i mean it's it's a little bit more complicated there's a lot more Mm -hmm. you know stuff going into it um yeah but everything else you can you can make every day yeah yeah so yeah um we we do have to get together and you know have a have a cookout um either you know where you guys are or here where we are um and use do a a venezuelan cook-off let's see let's see who hits it best I am a hundred percent down for that. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So Rachel, um, yeah. I, I want to add, end this in a great note with you talking about food <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and, um, thank you so much for coming on it. Um, of course, thanks for having me. It was an, an amazing episode. You know, you brought so much value to the listeners and I believe they're going to be used, you know, they're, they're going to be thrilled to, you know, to listen to this and really look at, you know, look at fitness from a different perspective, you know, looking at fitness from, you know, someone, you know, on a way higher level than they are, that they also struggle, you know, mm-hmm. a husband, you know, a wife, you know, someone who has a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to bring more light to, mm-hmm. 
to where light it's needed. And yeah. thank you for coming on. And yeah, Esther, anything that you want to say before we leave? No, I just, I definitely thank you for having me. And, you thank know, you I pleasure. want, I want females, uh, you know, other females that maybe look up to me or are, are in my shoes, um, that, that you can do it. And there's no obstacle that's too high. Um, just continue to work for it, create those habits, um, and, and consistency and you'll get there. Love it. So everyone on Facebook, um, I will post uh, Rachel's Instagram on the description, uh, Spotify, iCloud, SoundCloud, and all the different uh, you know sound platforms. You will find her um, her Instagram profile there. Um, if you need uh, help with coaching, you just reach out. If I guess I mean if you have any questions, just um, just reach out. I'm sure Rachel can answer any questions that you might have. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for coming on, and I hope you have the greatest day of your whole entire life. Thank you. You too. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. If you found some value, please share it with a friend and you'll automatically be helping us to change 1 million lives. If you're interested in working with us, DM me the word brazen on Instagram and we'll see if there's anything stopping me from helping you achieve your fitness goals. Have the greatest day of your whole entire life.